This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Just like that, the final hour is here. Friday edition, Hot Mike with Hutton and with Roe. Glad you're with us. We have pushed through, we have persevered, we have entered the final hour of the week, Hutton, and it is a glorious weekend where we celebrate uh, American freedom. Right. Can't wait. Coming up on Tuesday, right? Can't wait. Tuesday. Long weekend. It's going to be awesome. If you're not already to the weekend, uh, we'll cheers you at the the end of the hour as we will get there together. Fast-paced hour straight ahead. Mike Gunzelman. The Gun Show, Outkick.com, will join us in studio. It's largely fast-paced because guns will be right. joining us. And he, he always brings the energy. He'll do so again today. Yeah, we've got uh, plenty to discuss. ESPN layoffs. Yes. Big names. Uh, no longer with the, the four-letter network. We keep ticking up on the list of names also, up to 13 known right now, mm. unless something else has happened in the last five minutes, which is possible. Uh, but it's, uh, it's going to be over 20. So big day for ESPN. Big day for sports media. Yeah. Uh, Chad, we were discussing uh, earlier about the commanders and the belief that, you know, if, if Josh Harris, and it's going to be approved, it's just a matter of getting to, I believe, July 20th is when they'll rubber stamp this, uh, make some exceptions for uh, him to acquire the Washington commanders from Daniel Snyder. Uh, the belief is they could be good fast based on how he, you know, his mentality behind the scenes of running organizations, 76ers and more. Um, we mentioned they, they just lack the quarterback, right? Same could be said now as Tampa Bay is trying to move on without Tom Brady. Baker Mayfield feels rejuvenated, uh, says he's you know able to hit the reset button. He's battling right now with Kyle Trask, and you know highlight reels can look good or bad, and however you want to mock things up. But this is no highlight reel with cuts. This is uh, from Kyle Berger who is at an OTA or minicamp, and you've got, cut, uh, you've got uh, Trask and Mayfield throwing to, you know, against air to receivers, and it's just pass after pass, <laughs> incomplete after incomplete, ugly after ugly. And this is how I would kind of define my thoughts on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for 2023. Not only could they be bad, they could be awful. They could be in contention for number one, as crazy as that may sound sitting here, because they've got talent on offense, but man, things could get really bad and quickly. I mean, these were throws that you or I could make. Uh, These were not difficult throws against air. There's no pass rush. Guys are just running straight down the field, and they're overthrown. Uh, It is a blooper reel, and one that it's funny because of the (laughs) lackadaisical nature of each quarterback as they get up to take the, the, the rep and just overthrow it each time. That has a chance to be a very bad football team. Very, yeah. very bad football team this could year. Could be. Uh, I mean, and also, you know, keep in mind, you know, he feels rejuvenated, Mayfield saying that, and he should. I mean, he finished 2022 with McVay, and was it five games, four or five games that he played over the, the final stretch there in Los Angeles that ultimately landed him the gig in Tampa, where Arians and others have been high on him, even when he came out of the draft from Oklahoma. But, I mean, 
rejuvenated meaning what? You know, he's got a short-term contract there. We're, I, I think we're about to see the Baker Mayfield tour team to team as he's coming in to, quote-unquote, compete against a younger guy or he's kept around to compete against a younger guy because I don't see this... Uh, I'm not a believer in the idea that he's going to hit this stride that we briefly saw. I think it was 2018. We briefly saw, I mean, 2017, 2018, where we saw what Cleveland could have been. Yeah. And everyone jumped on that bandwagon. I don't think we're getting back to that. Not with this Buccaneers team. And, and not with what I've seen recently from Mayfield. Despite what Sean McVay was able to do on a, a very short-term plan with the Rams last year and all the injuries they had at the position. Yeah, it's tough to really expect Baker Mayfield to be a good starter in the NFL again. I think Baker Mayfield at this point is a low-end starter, bottom third of the league starter, and a, a really good backup for someone. An elite backup quarterback and a low-end starter. That seems to be the, the ceiling right now for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and you know, uh, Andy Dalton, for instance, is in Carolina. Andy Dalton is saying, hey, I... I still believe I can be a starter in the NFL. I don't believe that 32 quarterbacks are better than me. I would agree with him. I mean, I, he would be in a competition with Baker Mayfield, right? Like, that, that's the example. Uh, but Dalton's in a really good spot where the guys coaching him are career backups. And he's there for a reason. He is there not just for insurance based on whatever happens uh, at the position, but, I mean... He's bridged gaps before where he's been QB1, even though Justin Fields was in Chicago. In Chicago yeah. and, and now we're seeing him uh, where he was going back and forth with Jameis Winston uh, uh, for a couple of years in New Orleans. Now he's in Carolina, and Bryce Young is the star. He's the number one pick. But the coaches in Frank Reich and, and in Josh McCown, Frank Reich played until he was 38 or 39. McCown, I know, played until he was 40 because he's listed on that list we always see when Brady was making starts and continued to have a birthday that everyone celebrated. Uh, that could be Andy Dalton here now based on the setup and the situation of Carolina and the coaches behind the scenes that are going to have him in that same role moving forward. So I agree. I, he can make the argument he's, he could be better than, you know, there are not 32 better than him. But also, he's in the group of the debate of who's at the bottom of the list of true starting quality because there's not 32 solid starters right now in the NFL. It's just such a low bar to me to say, I'm a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. Well, okay. Well, he's asked about how long he wants to play, and he was like, until I feel like I'm not one of the 32 best. Right. The mentality but, is I'm sticking through it because I'm the competitive drive is there. But. I mean, yeah. he signed with Carolina for a reason. Right. I mean, whoever starts in Washington is a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. So that's a low bar. <laughs> yes. My point is, I mean, I think every backup quarterback in the league could probably in their mind argue they could get to a point where they're one of the 32 best. And if they're competitors, which they are, if they're in the NFL. Not everyone, but I'm with you. They could tell themselves that, though, right? Because there are some really bad starting quarterbacks in the NFL yeah. every year. Which is the argument against expansion to There's another a handful division in Europe because that waters down what's already, by and large, average to below average quarterback play after the drop-off of, like, the top 20, right? Yeah. And then there's the have-nots. There are the teams that are trying to bridge a gap and – potentially get a number one or a top five pick and get your franchise guy. And there are a lot of swings and misses in that area too. Uh, Ricky Fowler 
So he's out. Uh, he, he had a great uh, run at the U.S. Open. Didn't finish, but finishes fifth at the U.S. Open. He's carried over that strong play. He's in Detroit. Uh, he's playing uh, in the uh, Rocket, Rocket Mortgage. Mortgage Classic in Detroit. He was seven under with two holes to play. And he finished bogey-bogey and ends up at five under for the round yesterday. And here's why. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I had to go to the bathroom pretty badly. So luckily I was, I just got drug tested. So I went straight in. Um, there, there weren't many bathrooms the last five holes. So I was a little shaky coming in and, and not, to, not to necessarily blame the finish on that, but it, it didn't help. Yeah, I... I I understand. Can sympathize. Um, I'm not a big bathroom. He's at 11 under now. I'm not a big bathroom humor guy, uh, but it would matter if it was a one or a two uh, in terms of I what think. he was having to do and, and, and how bad that yeah. would affect your play. It sounds like it was a one because he talked about drug testing right after. So It'd be a rough um, drug test if it wasn't the number one. You know, I, I tend to think, tough it out here, Ricky. Oh, we don't I don't need, know, man. We don't need back-to-back bogeys oh. because it's a number one. Number two then I could understand a, a double bogey or two down the stretch. Man. Got to get it done. Got to hold it up. Oh, some t- I mean, it just depends. Yeah, it does depend on uh, the need. Also, like... The physical urge that you have. What's ticking in that in Isn't that there a way to, like, you know, discredit... Like, guys on the NFL sideline can go somewhere and... They'll have someone pee. cover them up with something. Yeah. They'll go to the locker room if they've, you know, really got to go. But, like, they'll... There's a way to discreetly do this. Like, is there not a way at the Rocket Mortgage Classic to get this done? I mean, it's a humorous story, but, I mean, truly the guy can... You would think that there's, you know, a number of really big Ricky Fowler fans that would form, like, a human wall around him while he does his business, (sighs) just look the other way and just turn around, keep a tight perimeter. He's got, yeah, and he passed, he probably passed the last spot. Yeah, to actually do that, and then he was on his own for the final. He two said the holes. final five holes there weren't a lot of bathroom <laughs> options, so it must have really gotten bad by those last two holes. Nick hence, Fal- the, hence the bogeys. And Nick Faldo, um, I, he's saying that there's not much interest level in the live golf model, although he's wide open to the idea of a more global tour that we're going to see. Uh, and and by the way, uh, Faldo um, traveled the globe whenever he was. Uh, on tour and playing at, at, on a weekly basis uh, for the most part, all over the place. And while you know I, I, he's on board there, he's not on board with the team model that apparently I guess they're going to try to figure out how to make this work. Uh, it's no Ryder Cup, and his uh, Faldo saying, "Hey, guys are on the course on a weekly basis on tour. They're individuals." This is not going to work in the same way from the team concept like it did in Live because it's just a, it, it's a gimmick. It's kind of hard to understand and wrap your head around. He's saying there's no way that the interest is there where the players are going to push for this. Yeah, I think he's right. I think the only way you can make it interesting, you mentioned the Ryder Cup, is to do something Ryder Cup-like where you have the tournament that it's every countryman playing together but not by continent, or then you have, yeah. you know, the, you do it in different ways where it's a, a regional tournament. Everyone from different regions of the United States are playing on a team together. You got a Northwest team, a Southeast team, a Southwest team, a West Coast, an East Coast, whatever. But you can't just create a team name out of thin air and then get people riled up about it. 
and expect them to care. The only way to do it is there's got to be some sort of regionality to it, some national pride involved with it, with teams. If not, I, I have no interest in team golf. Well, on the way the uh, live rolled this out, I mean, it's just, you know, you've got all these logos. It just it, uh, color-coded things on that. I wasn't into it. And it, it's got to be obvious, you know? Like, it, it's, yeah. it's very difficult to go and search and figure out what it all means and what they're playing for other than just a gimmicked-up way to pay these guys more, which is what it is and why the players would want to do it. But there's not going to be that competition, I think, that you know that the, the PR stance will try to make it out to be if they find out a way to do it. Good hearing from Sir Nick Faldo, by the way. Don't hear from him now that he's, he's off the television set. Remember when uh, the retirement there? we were doing a tornado relief deal with our, our buddies uh, here in town, Edley's Barbecue, uh, shout out uh, Will, swung Newman, by. Will and Catherine. And randomly, Nick Faldo is just walking down the sidewalk, stops in, grabs the barbecue, and uh, donates to the cost. Yeah, he was shooting a documentary or something. Yeah, but they're just walking down. Like, it was just very random. Well, know? he was like touring the tornado damage in East Nashville. But yeah. it was, he had, there were television cameras around, but I don't think they were rolling when he stopped off to grab something to eat, and we got to meet him. But um, tall guy. Cool dude. That was my first takeaway. Tall guy, huge head. The guy could have been an actor, a Hollywood actor, because his head is gigantic. That was my yeah. big Nick Faldo takeaway. Uh, very nice, too. Very nice guy. Uh, Chad, I, I understand the sentiment from the NFL on the gambling policy, the integrity of the sport. Um, Indianapolis Colts, Chris Ballard, general manager, releases a statement after releasing two players, Isaiah Rogers and uh, Rashad Berry both suspended for a year for betting on the NFL. In Rogers' case, warranted here based on uh, the, the report, the allegation is he hid his name. He was funneling money to an account that he, at least he thought, wasn't connected to him. They figured it out. Chad says it's through the bank account, and that's probably true. Uh, but that would indicate he knew what he was doing shouldn't be done based on the NFL betting policy. All good. But the statement from Ballard is hollow when you consider they're, they're pointing to Isaiah Rogers and Rashad Berry when, you know, uh, next week we could have, and, and I'm, I'm not naming these guys because I think they're guilty of anything. You just don't know because if you didn't know the policy or you did, if you've done this in the past, you, you're nervous about it. And do I think that while Ballard is pointing to the integrity of the game is at utmost importance and we're releasing these guys uh, based on our policy and we're going to continue to educate players within our organization, but it's about the importance of integrity. Do I think he would release this statement or release a player if they happen to be named Quentin Nelson or Anthony Richardson or Michael Pittman or DeForest Buckner and other stars, other solid starters across the Colts roster? No. And, and that's the... That's the gimmicked up PR optic of what this policy is. It's going on more than what's being caught. I think we all agree and, and believe that. But they're only doing it for the perception of the integrity of the league. And so far, we haven't seen the superstar player be reported as being a part of any violation on this policy that could come and it could literally 
uh, change the way NFL owners, general managers, and head coaches are going to you know, point to the integrity of the sport when meanwhile you're going to want the quarterbacks and your stars on the field and who knows, maybe they come back to the drawing board and make it a common sense approach where just don't bet on the NFL. If well, it's legal, it's, you're allowed to do it as long as it's not on the sport you play. It sets a really bad precedent and a difficult precedent for you to uphold yeah. because if Anthony Richardson does the same thing, you're not cutting him. Right. Under a rookie deal a as a guy, top but pick. Yeah. But when you say those things, you're just going to make yourself look like a hypocrite when it is Anthony Richardson that does it and you don't cut him because you, you shouldn't right. and you won't. Right. So don't act like that's Even the if he's only reason exactly. you're doing it. Yeah, and, and no doubt. Um, and again, just update the policy and make it simple. Yep. Or just ban the idea that they're allowed to do it anyway because no one else in the league that's employed in any fashion is allowed to do it other than the players. Now, Meaning everyone should on, absolutely know the rules now. No doubt. Based on the coverage of this, they should know it by now. Gun Show. Mike Gunselman in studio with us next. Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow rolls on. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Sixth and Peabody, our location with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. Honey Withrow, Hot Mike across the Outkick Network. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can do that now if you're viewing us. If you're listening, you can do that over the long holiday weekend. Happy July 4th and all the celebrations coming. Uh, we celebrate any time uh, that the energy of the gun oh, show yes. walks in. Time to celebrate. To our studios here in Music City. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Good to see you, man. What's going on? On a hot one down here. Let's go. Oh, it is goodness. a. It is. It's uh. It's sticky. It's kind of a. It's unfortunate because I. I'm still. It's already July, which is crazy when you really think about Fourth of July just a couple of days away. I still haven't even like broken that tan. I haven't gotten like even the sunburn. You know, the the calm before the storm. And it's already July, but like I can't even go outside right now because it's too hot to even get a tan. You're gonna. Uh, you're gonna be on a pontoon boat though this this weekend. I'm right? gonna be rocking a pontoon. You are boat. gonna be rocking a tan. Guns on By the, the water. Next time, next time we see, you, you're gonna be the. Most tan guy in this place. <laughs> it's going to be something. Boat Is it one of those with a slide and all that? There's a slide, two floors. It's going to be something. A pontoon boat on a lake. Uh, I was a lifeguard, actually, in high school, which is very frightening. Um, uh, that was one of the cush jobs that every high school yeah. uh, friend of mine wanted, and only a very select few. It was able. because of the girls. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, you wanted to be a lifeguard because typically it attracted attractive females. Uh, also the lifeguard. You wanted country to work club with them. Pool. Country yeah. Club Pool would be the one, but sometimes yep. you do these other ones. I can never be a beach lifeguard, though. I give them so much props to do, like, just to, to jump into that. I'd be like, I'm out. But how about this? Anytime you rescued somebody, we'd get a $50 tip. 
Are you serious? It was $50 so for every $50 rescue. For the bonus? Oh, you got like a $50 bonus <laughs> a on bonus. top of it? Or well, was it did cash? They, if, did they, got, if you rescued somebody that was drowning, oh my God, terrible. But did they... Did they? Uh, did you was ever have like a fake a drowning well, so you or, could get the $50? Did, did you have to rescue at a certain level in order to get the 50 bucks? Like, did they ever say like, ah, this doesn't really count? <laughs> it's, like, it's like giving your friend's younger brother some... Like, yeah. hey, dude, I'll split it with you if you could just pretend that you drift off to the, to the deep end and I'll come rescue you. So so was this at like a local YMCA? Was it a country yeah, club no, pool? Yeah, it was. It was a private. It was like country club slash like Very private exclusive. apartment complexes type pools. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so, well, clearly uh, did but, well. Uh, yeah. This is a very different thing. Was it an apartment <laughs> complex pool or was it a, a country club? It was Clay's pool? house, Jeff. Well, yeah, yeah, essentially it was Clay Travis's house. And, uh, <laughs> you, no, were, it's, you know, private residence. Guns was a would. private lifeguard for a billionaire. Is what we're saying. <laughs> One of his two beach homes is where yeah. it was. Put That'd be a good gig. Yeah, put the sunglasses on and just chill. Uh, when were you last with uh, ESPN? That's a huge headline today yes. across the sports landscape with all the layoffs. The last big one was 2017, where yes. Dilfer and um, Danny Cannell and others were laid off. Uh, today, Chad, you, well, you got- tell me if I'm leaving anyone off. You may you may know someone that I'm not mentioning, but this is what I've seen so far that's been yeah. reported. Right. Susie Colber, Matt Hasselbeck. Steve Young, Keyshawn Johnson, Max Kellerman, Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, Todd McShay, LaFonso Ellis, Ashley Brewer, Jason Fitz, June Lee, David Pollock. Uh, New York Post and others reporting. And and, uh, did I? And Jeff Van Gundy, yeah, as well. Jeff Van Gundy, yeah. 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 So they're going to have over 20 or around 20. It's a 13 that's been reported so far. Yeah. I'm I'm on that same list as well uh, as far as names go. Listen, I mean, it's ESPN, like, you know, dude, you can think whatever you wanted them, but as far as, I, I, I will never root for somebody to lose their job. Right. I, I've been there. I, I think we've all been there. It's, uh, you, you don't want that, you know, especially when it's within your industry. Um, it's a shame because, uh, I mean, you're talking some, some pretty big names there, especially Van Gundy. Uh, you know, granted, maybe he was making too much money, but he's still, it's really interesting when this happens with broadcasters because, you know, as a fan, as a sports fan out there that's watching, listening right now, like you become accustomed and you feel almost like a home, uh, like a homeliness with, um, with your, uh, like a routine when you tune into games. Like you want that broadcast team. You want the, that familiarity with their voices. And Breen and Van Gundy were great, man. They really were. And, uh, you know, but they ended up dropping him. Now, on the flip side, Keyshawn Johnson getting 18 mil. Like, what are you? Uh, come on. Who signed that one? Yeah, but it's, uh, it's just, you know, it sucks because on one hand, you know, the budget cuts, and they're going to point to in, 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 you know, the articles about the, they're down, what is it, uh, uh, nearly 2% in, in total households in the first quarter. It's not going the right direction, um, needless to say, yeah. But also, like, uh, they're spending $10 million plus annually on McAfee. You know, they, they, they've got the TV contracts now with the SEC moving forward. Um, we'll, we'll see more money spent, and they're also going to spend millions on the ESPYs. You know, they've yeah. been doing that for years. That nobody's watching. Yeah, right. these, these and random they, things. And, and, and I, they, I'd like to know if anyone was offered a pay cut instead of being laid off. I mean, I, no one's going to dispute that some of these names are probably making far too much money. Right. But that some, they didn't come and say, hey, will you take half? If you're Jeff Van Gundy, do you want to stay at ESPN and have these big games, or do you want to try your luck somewhere else? Like, I'd like to know if that was at least offered to someone. That's a good point, especially because some of those names are smart enough to realize that right now, and their agents are as well, that right now it's not too great. You don't really have that much leverage right now in media. So you think it's better to have a job than not a job at all. But it, but I think the bigger thing is, like, are they going to try Jalen Rose? Like, you know, I'm not a fan of Jalen Rose whatsoever, but are they trying to maybe go a different direction here 
I think he became more of a headache than anything else. Um, you know, with the McAfee, of course, they're going for that younger generation. They think that he's going to bring in that, you know, the millennial Gen sure. Z. And I think that makes it that that is a smart move. But Pat McAfee, he's going to be on 20 hours a day now. Yeah. They're going to have him do everything. But he's going to be think- a part of the reason why people would are still going to pay over nine bucks on on average for their cable bill. And nine he, bucks goes yes. to ESPN and, and, and McAfee's brand that will sell to yes. the younger audience that they want to get back or Hopefully, gain based on hope. who's cutting the yeah. cord, right? They hope for it because they're still because those four letters still mean so much. ESPN like there's they mean so much, but there's also almost like a backlash against that from that new generation that knows Mac from like from your outkicks, from your bar stool, like that kind of like atmosphere of people that know the McAfee's and know Clay and the Portnoy's right. and you guys, there is almost like a resentment to ESPN and the gun show. There is, I mean, when McAfee made that announcement, remember we talked about like, he, it wasn't like his full audience was on board. They were kind of like... He was disappointed in the yeah. response. People were yeah. mad about it. Yeah. Um, uh, it name, feels like a sellout move, right? Yeah. Everybody will sell out for the right price, right. but that's kind of how it was deemed by and, more diehard fans. Yeah, yes. and then the vitriol internally of the announcement that, that they knew layoffs were coming at the end of this month. And then they drop 80 million plus on right. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, a name we haven't heard, and I don't think we will, is Sage Steele. And forgive me for asking this, but I wonder who got fired and laid off in order, because Sage Steele someone they would love to lay off, and they're not going to based on the lawsuit. Yes. Someone else, and I don't know if it was a set number, and was it reported it was going to be 20? Well, because I, that's where my mind goes. It's like, and, and there's no way to prove this, right? But it's interesting that she's sticking around. She's got the lawsuit. She didn't take the buyout. Chad mentioned, you, do you, did they offer a, a, a salary cut for someone? Well, they've offered her $501,000 to be silent. She turns it down, but she's not listed today. It's well, all, think yeah. about this, though, yeah. too, Guns. That all, the, 500 all the lawyers. One, it's all lawyers now. They, right. know exactly, you can, they can't do anything right now with right. that. You but know? if you think about it in these terms, that $501,000, they didn't pay it because she didn't accept the, the payoff. Right. But that 501000 could be Ashley Brewer and Jason Fitz combined. Right. Could be June Lee and Ashley Brewer. Could be. That could be two or three names on this list. That they were that willing they were just to give her to just, yeah. in a payoff that would have saved some jobs with e- that amount of money, right? E- I completely agree with you, especially when you look at radio. Like, you know, I think Fitz is great. I think Fitz is, you know, that that was kind of a shocker, I thought. Especially, you know, Max Max had been there for years. You know, whatever you want to think about Max Kellerman. I, did, I wasn't a huge fan of that morning show. Um, you know, that morning show got canceled, but like... There was rumors that Fitz was going to take over. He was good with pop culture, et cetera. So it's it's obviously just a bad day all around yeah. for sports media and for them. Never want to root for anybody to you know to lose their job regardless of what field you're in. But the, I, you know, going off what you said, there's probably multiple people ESPN are stuck with right now because if they they know that there possibly are potential lawsuits if they drop them. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. there's yeah. there are some people out there that are almost holier than thou. That but, think they can't be released, or, or like yeah. there's might something come out of it. I think there's some people like they're worried about getting rid of some people over at ESPN. I believe. Yeah, but I mean, I, they, if you're going to do it, this is the day to do it, right? Because you're uh, lump it all together. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if, uh, again, I'm just spitballing. There's if a lot Sage of people Steel, that have given them headaches. If Sage Steele was laid off, off today, and again, we haven't heard, seen all these names. All they have to point to is they laid off Jalen Rose too. Today's the day to do right. that without facing the vitriol of uh, aligning with one side or the other because they can point to two different, very different personalities that, you know, uh, that people are cutting the cord of ESPN. They're cutting salary. That, 
and, and we knew it was coming. And I agree with you, but I but I, I would take it a, a step further where it's like they might want to get rid of some people and can't even do it. Right. That they know are, are hurting them because they're still on the staff and they're just stuck with them. So it's not like they could even get rid of them. But if you look at some of the names, I mean, I was kind of shocked in all honesty that Jalen was on that. But there's other people too. that are, sure. are that are still very willfully employed on that network that I don't think they're very happy to be about. But don't they probably can't even get rid of them, like just from internal discussions. Just like it would just be a mess. The, it's, 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 it's interesting to see what's been happening in ESPN, but I don't think it's going to change. They're investing so much in McAfee. I love McAfee, but we're at such a crossroad. I don't rights are, rights are so expensive right now, and that the channel is just a mess. Like, Sports Center is not Sports Center. I don't think they have a direction here. Well, the, they don't so know what to do. The Sports Center golden era of uh, Keith Olbermann, who's completely insane now, <laughs> but Olbermann, Patrick. Uh, Kenny Maine, you know, you go back there where at Stuart Scott, when it was the Sports Center era of ESPN, I would argue their brand was never cooler than it was then. Right. Yeah. The This Is Sports Center commercial campaign, right. all of those things. Stuart Scott was the man. It he was, was yeah. cool as hell yeah. to be on ESPN, and it just felt good. You know, it was pure. It was about the sports. It was funny. Uh, they they had a good time on that show. I would argue right now the ESPN brand has never been worse. Yes. Overall. And a great example of that is the fact that McAfee goes to ESPN and gets crushed. McAfee helps ESPN's brand, not the other way around. Like, just from a cool standpoint of what people like, McAfee will help ESPN far more than ESPN will help McAfee. I say all that to say, I think there's an opportunity here, Guns, for brands like OutKick or other sports-related brands to really rise in all of this and have a really solid brand because... Again, I don't think ESPN is, is going anywhere. You know, they're still the worldwide leader. They're going to be around. They're going to have all these games. But their brand has taken a hit over the years. Completely agree with you. It's, it's Stuart Scott was cool. He was dropping song references and his updates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was nothing. He was, he was mentioned in songs, in pop songs at the time as well. Um, and I, I, you're right. It's not cool to be affiliated with ESPN right now. McAfee will help that. But as we spoke about in the past, he, uh, he, I don't think he understood what he was getting himself into or how much that backlash happened. But you're exactly right with a place like OutKick where it's, it's real. It's real. What you see is what you get. You're talking about real, like real topics, real conversations, real opinions, and you know it, nothing's fake. You know we're de- we're delivering it. Whether you're cracking beers with your friends to just being like, "Wow, I'm pissed off about this." That's what you're gonna get here with OutKick that you can't get anywhere else. And that that new generation of Media, sports media, pop trending media—you uh, know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's only going to grow because we're not handcuffed like an ESPN is, whose bosses have no idea what to do. Right. But now. it's also a chance for ESPN to rebrand, which is why they hired Pat McAfee, right? Yeah, and that's, I'm very I, I think he helps their brand a lot. Yeah, and, and you can build a brand, but McAfee built his brand, and then ESPN's paying him a boatload of money, right? And ESPN's not the but only yeah. network that's down. The numbers, so ESPN, ESPN two—they have a one point two. Uh, percent fall in customers since December. Uh, Tennis Channel fell by 1.28 million. That's a, a 3.1% drop. M- NBC Golf Channel. That's all that Saudi uh, money's coming in for the Tennis Channel. MLB it's Network, 1.2% of customer base cut the cord since December. Uh, NFL Network, NBA TV, Big Ten Network uh, stayed steady, but they still saw a decline. Um, and it, there are others listed too. But I think on a day like today, we're all pointing to the ESPN number where they, that I believe they dropped by 926,000 subscribers. Where are, the, where are they going? Well, 
eventually you go back to the same channel because of the rights fees that you're talking about. You're going to be watching the game and you're going to tune him to McAfee if that's the direction they want to go. As long as they unleash him the Allow way he built him. his brand. But if you let him be him, it would work. But because they are now, I'm telling you, he's going to be on. I don't think he realized that all this. They're going to have him, you know, kind of like Kirk, Kirk Herbstreit. Like, they, you know, he's risen so much now throughout yeah. the years. He loves McAfee, a busy schedule. Though. McAfee's going to be doing everything. He just has a newborn child. He's going to be doing everything. He's going to be on 20 hours a day. Yeah. So, like, I don't think because he's going to be out there, like, he'll be, like, he will be doing the Super League. He'll be doing those big things that I think they're going to try and polish him so much because Maybe. he is going to be the poster boy for the channel now that he can't be the raw, comedic, wild one anymore because you can't do that because you're going to become a suit. And you're going to be doing our New Year's Eve specials. And he's also going to have a lot more auction on a college game day now that yeah. David Pollock's been laid off. Yeah. So he gets even more airtime on that yeah. big-time show. The other yeah. thing to consider, too, we're just talking rights, and, and Guns will stick around uh, for the rest of the hour here in just a moment because we've got a break. Uh, WWE rights are up. UFC and WWE merged. Right. Uh, is, is ESPN going to acquire WWE moving forward? Again, that's the other eyeballs and the audience that they're looking for. Be a smart move. Ultimately, it'd be pricey though. <laughs> it all drives back to them yet again, and it drives to ESPN Plus and, and other things. Guns in studio with us. We're getting you to the July Fourth weekend. Yes, we are. The yeah. Roman candle battle between me and Chad. Uh, whenever we return, we'll close the show with that Roman candle yeah. battle, like old times. Yeah, like Dan Patrick and Stuart Scott days. That's next. We're not concerned with eye health on this show. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hot Mike with Hunter Withrow rolls on across the Outkick Network. Headed into the July 4th weekend. On my ancient phone. Hey, man, it stands the test of time. I get updates on my phone, practically brand new, and it's slower than Chad's, and he's had his for like seven years. I I give Chad props on this. He's somehow able to maintain this without the Apple sabotage, which happens to me annually. The biggest inconvenience is the uh, the amount of time I have to spend like being made fun of for the phone <laughs> in an uh-huh. odd way. Like when someone says, "Like how old is that phone?" Then it's a whole thing, and we have to get into conversation. I just it's a get great conversation dragged right? across the pavement by everybody about how old my phone is, and I'm like, "It still works. I, I love it. I love it. I do." We always like uh, cyclical in what uh, the technology. Now the flip phone's back. You know, flip, yeah. Uh, oh, Guns is in studio. Oh, hey, everybody. Sorry. Now just, you're on camera. I'm just oh, naturally yeah, yeah, reacting to everything. Yeah. The flip phone is back, which How is How do they make it not me. where it looks like there's a, you know, the, the hinge in the middle? Like, it, when it's yeah. open, it looks perfect. I don't, I don't wow. understand it. Don't understand it. Uh, there's a golfer named what? Ha! 
Good old Happy Gilmore. Real life This is Happy legit, Gilmore. though? The, ki- the kid's name is Happy Gilmore? Yep. Parents Seven- really love that movie. 17 years old. Big fans. Big fans, apparently. Plays golf. Just went viral, though. We hadn't heard about this kid until he tweeted out that he uh, he had committed to Ball State University as the men's golf team. He's actually pretty legit. And, uh, yeah, Happy Gilmore starts going viral because everyone's like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Obviously, wasn't even born in 1996 when that movie came out. Probably, you know, top three. The big argument is, what's Adam Sandler's best film? Is it Happy Gilmore? Is it Billy Madison? Is it Big Daddy? What do you guys think it is? I mean, those are pinnacle Adam oh, Sandler movies. Are you I going am, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, or Big Daddy? They all have their own one-liners. I, I first, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan. Okay. I, I celebrate the stupidity of his movies, <laughs> and I think it's dumb, good, fun. Pretty much all of them. I love Adam Sandler retweeting, saying, "Pulling for you, buddy." <laughs> to, to Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um, I think Wedding Singer is one of his best. Okay. Also, that that's honestly a low key one of the best romantic comedies of all time. Rom coms is, is yeah, Wedding yeah. Singer, and uh, he does a, a romantic comedy well. Big Daddy's got some elements of that. Of the ones you, I, I'm going to go Happy Gilmore in order. Okay. Happy Boy. Gilmore, a Waterboy, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Big Daddy. Okay, out of those, I love Big Daddy also. Big Daddy's though. great. Mister Deeds, Mister Deeds. I yeah. mean, there, it's the guy's made a lot of movies. A lot. Dad, Dad, Dad like celebrates Dad Little Nicky as well. Oh, hey, nobody celebrates Little Nicky. Little Nicky, you nobody know, likes off the disaster. <laughs> he but, doesn't uh, even like that one himself. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I've even seen it all the way through. Like the premise was so dumb it's to me so that I didn't want to watch. And I love Adam Sandler. Like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. One. So, so get this: this Happy Gilmore. Uh, you know, once oh. he, once he starts going viral, this kid uh, Adam Sandler tweets him. And he's like, dude, like wishing you the best. So does Shooter McGavin. Oh, I love it. A that. great follow, That's by the awesome. way. Definitely yes. need to follow Shooter McGavin on Twitter because he's always in character. And uh, it kind of ripped him a little bit. It was like, if I were you, he goes, I think that's a terrible move. And then on top of that, I was thinking about this. So there's been – Sandler is kind of like almost gone 100% saying that there's some sort of sequel or series being worked out where he's going to reprise the character. And I got to think that this kid has to be an extra in this movie. You have to incorporate the real Happy Gilmore in a Happy Gilmore sequel or series somehow. The, the real Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Like it's a no-brainer. Yes. Let's go. And also, the actor that plays Shooter McGavin is still at it. Yeah. He's on the HBO series Hacks, which I really like. He plays a pretty big role in that. That actor, so he could he could reprise the role. Um, the love interest in Happy Gilmore is the woman from uh, from Modern Family. Right. Julie Bowen. Oh, that's right. She wow. got her start in Happy Gilmore. 1996. I mean, wow. I want to. I want. Carl Weathers still around? I don't know. I don't, don't want to speak ill of the dead. You know what? Normally away. I'm not for I feel sequels, like he's still alive, though. but I think I might want the sequel. Colin's like he's he knows everything about Carl Weathers. I think yes, I would go for a Happy alive. Gilmore sequel. Normally I would absolutely say no. Yeah, sure. It's been long enough. Let's have some Netflix fun. Netflix will pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. ESPN won't. Well, there uh, is. A, we need uh, to throw out one more though. That we. It, yeah. It's crazy that it's it's crazy that we can go. To this movie, this film, Chad. Yeah, uncut gems. It well, doesn't even oh, come into the same category. Up. Yeah, and that is awesome. Yes. he was great in that. Yes, Punch yeah. Truck Love, the Paul Thomas Anderson film, and the one with Jack, where Nicholson. he got a lot of good acclaim for Jack, acting in that yeah. one. Jack yeah. Nicholson. Oh, Anger Management. Yeah, yeah. Anger, yeah. that was sneaky. Yeah. funny. Woody yeah. Harrelson has a funny yeah. cameo in that, that one. That one's also. actually pretty good. Uh, just as a that is a, that's a very good one. But you're right, uncut. Isn't that funny? Like I'm thinking, you know, there's. You're it's a deep Ad- catalog. Yeah. The Adam Sandler it's catalog really is very deep. And he re- he remade himself with Uncut Gems. I mean, I mean, uh, just wow. The yeah. basketball movie I recently watched on Netflix, 
where he plays the scout that goes to I haven't Spain seen that, but you've... and gets the player very good. And it's really? it's well okay. acted by him also, and I can't think of the name of yeah. it now. Nobody can. But really good movie, yeah. <laughs> What's I think the name of it? It'll be easier for you to find when I can remember the I name remember of the movie. I remember writing about it. I didn't even know it came out, to be honest. I never knew it was released. Uh, it's like Hustle. That's or... it, Hustle. It's Hustle. Yeah. yeah, I think the name of it is Hustle. Great. It's good. <laughs> Chad knows film. Have, have you guys had Guns too. I know Have you had Sandler on or what? We have had, uh, well, this is great, too. We have his, I don't think we've he, interviewed Sandler, okay. but we've had like every one of his, like uh, the, the Grown Ups cast gotcha, nice. has been on the show. Chris Rock. Well, but, but also like uh, his, his whole crew, there are, there, in his posse, there are guys like at Radio Row that no one wants to talk to, right? Yeah. And then we would he just goes everywhere with his buddies. Call them you know, over. He right, yeah, movies the with his buddies. Yeah, yeah. Those are the guys to talk to. We talk yeah. to uh, if if you if people out there will just Google this name, you'll know exactly who it is. It's the caddy in Happy Gilmore, the homeless caddy. Okay. Yeah, Alan Covert. Yes. Okay. he plays a Grandma's small part boy. in every Adam Sandler movie. He's like one of his best friends. He's yeah. in Waterboy. It all up with everybody. He's yeah. in yeah. Big Daddy. Same dudes. He's he's part of the the best friends that are the gay couple. Yeah. And, and Big Daddy. Um, and I Alan love the fact Cobra. they're all in it. But, yeah, no Every one was one talking to him. And we recognized though, yeah. him. And, and we you're like, yo, him. come on over. You're the caddy. And the other one that came over was Will Forte. Will Forte was awesome. One time, Will, no one was speaking to Will Forte. And Hutton and I approach him at Super Bowl Radio Road and say, hey, uh, we're doing a show in Nashville. You want to come join us? And he's just, sure. <laughs> and walks across There's the like, convention Bring center up. with us. Take and him up. Spends 30 minutes with us, Hutton. I mean, yeah. we talked about his entire career. It was Can, great. I have one request, and Alan I understand Cobra. like I'm a little bit new here, et cetera, with you guys. But we're family now. Love Go the outkick. Love Hot Mike. Yep. We need Shooter McGavin in studio here. I think he oh. would be so fun. Yes. Let's get him in. Yeah, and I don't think he's that busy. He's got to come down. He's he, got to do something. First of all, he would love Nashville. He would rip Broadway, no doubt. Oh, and he would he's be torn so up good Broadway. In- There's no doubt he's been. <laughs> we need Shooter McGavin some, for some tournament. Bring him in for like one of the one of the majors that's coming up or something, just for an excuse for him to be here so we can party with he Shooter. He would be so great. <laughs> He'd be so much fun in studio. Well, that's two thus far, Shooter. <laughs> oh, you can count. Wait, it's wh- such a great movie. What parents though name their kid because their last name's Gilmore? Happy. The cool, Someone who really likes the movie. The and cool, I, if your last name's Bond, do you name your kid James? Like, Jimmy? What if you just like, want what's Jimmy the, Bond? What's the equivalent of this that's so obscure? I, and then, and what are the odds that he ends up playing golf? I think yeah, that you yeah. just had to decide to play golf yeah. when you were given the name Happy Gilmore. I, I think like, you were forced to. Like, because every, by the, once you started like, realizing what was going on, every parent around you, friend's parent, was like, making, like, was referencing Happy Gilmore to you. That just became insinuated to it. But I do have a, a, I have a friend... Just had a, had a son not too long ago, Axel Rose, and then the last name. So, I mean, it does have, like, people are, people are okay. crazy. People are crazy. So, first name's Check Axel, middle name's Rose. Big fan of Axel so, over there? So, if, you, if you're and happy. the hair plugs? I like Axel Rose. <laughs> and his I, hair plugs? <laughs> I don't necessarily, with all due respect to your friends, I don't like parents giving their child another celebrity's name. I, I completely agree with that. I like Unless Axel it's Rose. Happy Gilmore. Big Guns and <laughs> Roses guy. November Rain, terrific. Not naming your kid, though, Axl yeah. Rose. People Can't, are crazy, yeah. man. People are crazy. But I mean, <laughs> if you go back in, like, uh, family trees and lineage, like, every, practically everyone has someone that was uh, named or has the initials U.S. Grant. You know, there's someone like that, or there's a Ulysses. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Chad, Chad, you're named after uh, what, what famous president or uh, Civil War hero? Me? Yeah, Chadwick. Uh, no, none. Uh, I think... Bunchmiddle. My, yeah, my parents gave no thought to my name whatsoever. <laughs> they, I think they just uh, just 
pulled open a, a name book and like went down. Oh, Chad. We'll just go with that one. We don't even like it, but we'll name him Chad. I'm, I, uh, there are. Uh, I'm all for Rob Gronkowski, right? I, I think he's fun. Yeah. Uh, he, he's all. He's a life of the party. Totally. One of the best things I've seen him do is to, you know, shut down any of this baby Gronk talk because yeah. of the father. And he just straight up said, like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's it's gone over the top to where, like, it's yeah, I, I don't want cool to like, talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And it, had I, had this dad played this, uh, eased into it more, they're in a commercial together. Yeah. But the fact that he was so aggressive with it like, ends up being cringe, yep. right? Yeah. And even Gronk finds it cringeworthy. Yeah. And I don't know if there's anything he finds cringeworthy other than being asked about Aaron Hernandez. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true, it. Unfortunately. No, you're exactly right. Talk about a wasted, a blown opportunity. This is exactly what that father did. Because this doesn't, yes. as we all know, content opportunities like me playing Kyrie Irving doesn't happen all the time. That's right. By the way, follow that on the gun show, by the way. Great Twitter. Uh, me versus Kyrie Irving, early August. Let's go. Training. Uh, it's happening. Talk about that. It's training. One-on-one. One-on-one. <laughs> Even like the spider drill for ball handling. <laughs> Lost suicides back and forth down the court. <laughs> but no, but, but that's a perfect example. Like, you can't blow something like this. And Gronk is mad shit life of the party like you said like how do you make Gronkowski mad at you out of all people and this father just did not play it cool and that's it, you, it, it became I, a news never it's, it's like, it's like, an, it's like an actor yeah. it's like I, an actor like the, Jason Biggs is always like the American Pie guy he doesn't want to talk about American Pie like it gets overdone and that's and, what this guy's doing and, and, and uh, yeah it's, it's one of the best things I've seen Gronk say or, or hear him say is, is to just completely say yeah, enough with this yeah. and the, the, the bad thing is the kid has nothing to do with it. No. Yeah. And, and if, again, if Gronk finds you annoying, not good. That tells you how bad you are. It's, it, yeah. Look, look at those kids' eyes. Like he's a, he's a baby. Like he's a little boy. You know. Like that's when you look at him. It's like that's just a, a child. Yeah. And, that and, you're parading around. He doesn't even look happy no. it, it reminds, in the photos to be there, being paraded around like a clown. And props to the lawn on Bussin to to ask him about it. It remind it reminds me of like. Remember, uh, not remember, but LeVar Ball, the father. Oh, yeah. And the, the kids, like, he was so out there that the kids were embarrassed by it. It was just embarrassed, like, Embarrassed, but, like, yeah. they, they cashed in. They cashed in a little and bit. And he became yeah. a brand. We had him on the show to talk, like, the, the, the style of play. Like, that's what he built up was the style of play on the court when he was coaching. And then came the, the cringe, momentum. That cringe. But he was yes. a little cringe at a time where, oh, like, very everyone else is just like, yes. dude, your father sucks. You yes. know what I mean? That's what this kid's going to deal with. Especially if, like, nothing comes out of this. Because you're right, the super, they would be on a Super Bowl commercial. I, they, there was I, I would, no doubt that Gronk would be on the commercial. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I just, and I, I hate that people are buying into it because he's already stated, yeah, I mean, he may not make it, but he'll have a million dollars when he goes to college because I'm doing this. And I'm thinking, okay. Ugh. And it's just everybody bought it. You know, it, I'm going to say we bought it. Those that bought it, though, have helped make this guy a million dollars, and that's crazy to me. Well, the only good thing nothing. is that the way the economy's going, that'll be worth like 20 grand by the time he gets it's true. to That's <laughs> true. By the time that guy the gets quote to from college. Gronk. My brother told me, he was like, yo, did you see baby Gronk yet? He goes, did I see him? His dad effing hit me up 500 times already. <laughs> he goes, don't do anything with him. The dad is so annoying. It's to the point where it's awkward. It's too far. Yeah. So, wow. It's like one of those private chats that you, private text groups Gronk. that you don't want out, and it's out, and it's just like that is straight fact and how he really feels. Yep. Uh, July fourth, uh, fireworks guy or not, guns? 
Yeah, let's go. I, I've never said Nashville goes all out for July 4th. So Get ready. You're in town for the 4th? I'm in town for the 4th. New York and Jersey are very strict. I've never actually had fireworks. It's considered. I've never set uh, one off. Do you want to set some off in the parking lot in a little bit? I mean, that, that happens on a daily basis. We joked me? about Roman Candle Wars. But this was a that thing. That happened. When we grew up, we would have PVC pipe we'd shave off, and we'd have bottle rocket wars bottle where rocket we'd drop wars. the bottle rockets in like yep. your own little makeshift gun. What? And, I mean, yeah. we'd fire a bottle rocket from me to you right here. At you as kids. I miss growing up down here, south. man. I was it's in New York and Jersey. It's the South. We were, toilet, we were toilet paper houses. You know? We had no <laughs> regards for our physical well-being at any time down here. Big fourth Ever. fan, though. I, I mean, listen, do I need an excuse to party? Absolutely not. But when a party comes, when it's a holiday, oh, let's go. Time's a million. Let's, uh, let's cheers it up for America, boys. To America. No we made it, Chad. Suck it, China. An- yes. <laughs> Another... <laughs> Another three hours Guns, in the book. That's going to be my new cheers. Suck it, time. China. He's Guys, I'd go. like to make a toast. Uh, the toast, uh, suck it, China, yeah. please. All what right, now, everyone, China? Cheers. Let's yeah. go. Guns, thank you. Thanks to the great crew uh, By the way, we well. just lost uh, 8,000 YouTube subscribers <laughs> by saying that. Sorry to everyone out there. We'll edit it in post. Cut that. Cut that, please. Have Cut a it. great post. long weekend. America! Uh, to all of the season ticket holders, hit us up on YouTube. In the meantime, outkick.com. USA. Locked in USA. over the weekend as well. USA. Back at USA. it. Wednesday, USA. Wednesday. 3 o'clock. USA. 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 <laughs> <laughs>